Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Folks, I did the most crazy pills bananas interview yesterday with Megyn Kelly. It's going to air today later on her podcast. Um, <laughs> you know Gee, you, you know Producer Gee, you, you know him from the show. I mean, you may not have seen him, but he's in the chat all the time. And welcome to everybody in the chat. I see we got a Dickie McGroin in there now, too. The McGroin movement is spreading rapidly. Look at what you started there, Holden. It's becoming a movement nationwide. Why don't you should run for office? <laughs> Just not against Trump. So, you know, Guy's a man of few words. Hello, Dan. Goodbye. That's usually what I get. I mean, sometimes it's just a head nod. So I do this interview with Megyn Kelly yesterday in her podcast. And I got to tell you, she's an unbelievably talented interviewer. Really. Interviewing's hard. I'll give you a dirty little secret about me. Why don't you have more guests on the show and on the radio show? Because I suck at interviewing. You suck at interviewing? Why would you tell us that? Because I'm an honest guy. I'm not good at everything. Matter of fact, I'm really bad at a lot of things. I'm just really good at this. I'm good at talk radio, but I'm not good at interviewing. Those are different things. She's a journalist and a lawyer by nature. So she winds up pulling stuff out of me. It is the most, right, Guy? Guy was like, at the end, he was like, Dan, that was nice. That for Gee is like, you don't understand. That for Gee is like, holy shit, that's the greatest interview I've ever seen in my life. That was huge. He was like, Dan, that was really nice. I even got a really, I think, in there. So check it out later. The interview's like 72 hours long. We both thought it was going to be an hour. The interview went on forever, which is cool. But we talk about a lot. of so a lot of the stories. Some of you may have heard them before, especially the P1s out there and the people have been with us from the beginning. But it's it's different bouncing them off um, Megan because we both worked at Fox. So the Fox stuff is just priceless. You know, <laughs> like it's not bad or like. It's just, it just is. You got to listen, check it out. Ton of stories on that show. A lot to go there. Friday Follies, we're going to start with today. Friday Follies. Biden, he can't only, you know, him and stairs, they keep fighting. The stairs are like one, two, cross, uppercut. You know, they got a boom, body shot, liver shot. You know, he can't handle stairs. He can't handle umbrellas either. Big show today. Hey, I need you to pay attention to my first sponsor. You know why? Everybody loves this sponsor. And I get tons of emails going, damn, what's the website again? Which we answer, but you'd save me a lot of time. Everybody loves this company, Contingency Medical. Why? Because what happens if you need life-saving medications, right? And supply chains break down and it's an emergency. What are you going to do? Uh, the answer is you're probably going to die, unfortunately. Contingency Medical ensures you have medicines when the unexpected happens with three different emergency antibiotic packs, each one prescribed by licensed physicians and dispensed by certified pharmacies. These packs are a must for anyone who travels, is an emergency preparedness guy like me, spends time outdoors, or you just want the convenient security of having antibiotics at your house. Folks, each contingency medical pack provides access to the prescribing physician for advisement on safe and effective use of the medicine, along with an antibiotic guide. The packs treat symptoms like nausea, motion sickness, covers treatment for 10 common infections, respiratory infections, ear infections, strep, and more. Get prepared. Don't wait. Go to contingencymedical.com slash Bongino. Enter the promo code Bongino today for $20 off your pack. Folks, get one of these. I can't, it's super important. $20 off any pack at contingencymedical.com slash Bongino. Here it is again. Contingencymedical.com slash Bongino or use promo code Bongino. Contingency Medical and its products are not intended to substitute for professional medical treatment or advice. Consult with your healthcare provider. It's a great company. Joseph. Amigo, it's Friday, so if you would come, sir. It's Friday! 
It's a particularly yeah. good Friday. Started yes. out a little rough for me. Got to be honest with you. Something happened. So I woke up in an amazing mood last night. I'm not a big uh, drugs guy, but I had to tell I was so hyped up after this Megyn Kelly interview because it went on for two hours and we were like crying, laughing, yelling, screaming. We had so much fun together. I'm not kidding, folks. I couldn't fall asleep. I took my theanine. I took a little bit of 5-HTP, had all milk and cinnamon, which helps me sleep. And I could not nod out. I was like, what has to happen? I, I can't go to sleep. I got to get up early. So I had to drop a little sleeping medication last night. Listen, it's just, I, you got to do it sometimes. And I woke up this morning like a champion. Eight hours of sleep never happens with me ever. So I'm ready to rock and roll. Had a little hiccup though earlier, fixed the hiccup. So I'm planning on a good night tonight with a little bit of vino tinto. If you speak the Espanol, you know exactly what I mean. So let's get to Friday Follies first because it's a Friday. We're going to start out on a just ridiculous note. Joe Biden is in Japan. Uh, what he's doing over there, Joe Biden doesn't even know. Apparently, they gave him another script. As you can see, here is Joe Biden's battle with the stairs. No, not the stairs. Here's Joe Biden's battle with an umbrella. The stairs come up next. The guy can't open up. You see, Joe, he's like, it's a button, bro. A but Just hit the button. Just hit the button. Do you have to go overseas in front of one of the world's greatest allies for the United States, the Japanese? Do you have to go over there and the first scene they see of you getting off the plane is your fight with a freaking umbrella? Just push the button, bro. Just push the button. You see, look, things have buttons. Here, here's a laugh machine someone sent me. It's got buttons. Here's what you do. It's not hard. You want something else? You push that button. You want this one? You push that button. How about that one? It's not hard. You just push the button, bro. It's <laughs> got. <laughs> of course, it gets worse. Here he is in Japan. But listen, on a very serious note, letting this guy walk down. So go to the stairs one. Why are they letting this guy walk downstairs? Everywhere they go, they should have one of those. You know those stair lifts they used to advertise, Joe, as an infomercial? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. This guy cannot navigate stairs. He keeps falling and tripping and, and humiliating himself. Please, here he is. Here's the stumble. Oh, my gosh. Just get the guy the stair lift. It would look better. You know the stair lift, Joe? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. The infomercial. Look, you sit in a chair and it takes you up the stairs and you don't have to do it. And then the lady's like smiling. It looks, you know, it looks like the relaxium lady. I'm telling you, this stair lift is amazing. Can somebody get this guy a freaking stair lift, please? So he stopped. He's, he's going to fall. Dude, I'm not even, and ladies, I'm not even being funny. It's not funny. He's going to fall on his face. The guy cannot navigate stairs. You would think like in the, for the Secret Service guys out there, my old friends, uh, you know, can you get sites that are just flat ground with this guy from now on in grass? <laughs> because it's a, a no, I'm right. They should just be like, this is a security threat. No, nah, it's just stairs. No, no, folks, you don't understand. This is an actual terrain feature. Story. Here, here's someone who said it. Ty said, Ty in the chat room, the acorn stair lift. Thank you, Ty. They're not yeah. even a sponsor. Someone get this guy. Thank you, Ty in the chat room, an acorn stair lift. Please, please. Maybe Relaxium Lady can help him out. Those damn stairs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. This guy. All right. Moving on. Because there's serious stuff yeah. to talk about here today. But that, I, you know, this, this is serious. Because he's overseas at the G7. And the Japanese were our allies. are relying on American strength. 
And you got this buffoon. He can't open an umbrella and navigate stairs. Folks, the problem is we're fighting a totalitarian regime in China. That's why he's over there trying to garner international allies in this fight. But you know what the bigger problem is? The totalitarian regime right here on this, this rock we call Earth. Actually, that's my floor and we're 18 feet above sea. But you get the point. My house is on stilts because I'm like right off the water. So when the water comes in, it goes under and not in the house. I'll show you that video sometime. We should show them. Remember when the place got flooded? There was like, I'm not even messing with you, man. There was water like in all over the place. My backyard looked like a pool. But we're in a totalitarian regime right here. This rock you're standing on, we call the United States of America, this landmass. Folks, we're in big trouble. You see that hearing yesterday up on Capitol Hill? I had a little bit of time to cover it on my radio show, but it happened, unfortunately, after the podcast, which, you know, the nice part about a live podcast is it's live. The downside is it ends. And when it ends, anything that happens after it's live is out. So the hearing happened afterwards. I don't want to wax philosophic here. It's a Friday and there's no need for it. I just want to explain to you one thing right now, and I need you to understand this. Everybody ready? There are a number of hallmarks to totalitarian regimes, communist regimes, fascist regimes. They all have the same end goal, which is power, correct? But the one hallmark, the one red line you can never cross, where you know you are definitely in a totalitarian regime and you no longer have freedom, you ready? Is when there's no longer a private self. This is an extremely important distinction you need to understand. If you are living in the United States right now, which most of you are, we have a lot of Australians and a lot of people from the UK and the chat and everywhere else, but most of you are US citizens. When you start to feel like interactions that traditionally were private, that the public can and will know about them eventually, folks, you live in a tyranny. You don't live in a free country. Well, put some meat on the bone, Dan. What the are you talking about? But we're living in a tyranny right now. Here's what popped during this uh, FBI hearing yesterday up on the Hill. By now, we had scooped this story before, so it's not breaking news per se, but now the whole world knows about it. Alarm grows over whistleblower claims that the FBI scooped up Americans' bank records without a subpoena. Folks, this came out. Tom Massey, the uh, congressman, great congressman from Kentucky, brought this up yesterday, that he specifically testified that on uh, the January 6th events after it, Bank of America gave the FBI's Washington field office a list of individuals who'd made transactions in the D.C., uh, Maryland, Virginia area with a Bank of America credit or debit card between January 5th and 7th. Oh, it gets worse. This FBI, uh, this uh, analyst also said that they bumped up people who purchased a firearm. They were elevated to the top of the list. I want to think very clearly and concisely about what I just said. Because when you need to explain tyranny to your kids, you need to ask them, do you feel like what you do in your life is your business and is kept private? I'm not talking about crimes. You commit a crime, that's a public business. They're going to come looking for you. You go assault someone. Oh, I did it private. No, no, you broke the law. I'm talking about your financial records, your health records, who you voted for. These are things, what happens in your house? Are you under surveillance? We now know parents were under surveillance at school board meetings who spoke out for their kids. We now know bank records without a subpoena were given to the FBI 
We know gun purchases are being monitored under MCC codes. We know religious services were being monitored during COVID. I'm going to ask you again before we move on and I get to these chilling words from an FBI whistleblower yesterday to close out the hearing. You feel free? I sure as shit don't. This ain't a free country anymore, folks. If you think that's her hyperbole again or intentional exaggeration for clickbait, I ask you to answer the questions. And I just provided for if you're free, how come your bank records were given over to the FBI if you showed up at a rally exercising your constitutional right to assemble and petition your government? How come? Did you hear these words yesterday? Absolutely chilling final words. This is FBI agent Garrett O'Boyle. They're wrapping up the hearing yesterday. And I got to tell you, this guy was amazing. All of them were good. Marcus Allen, Steve Friend, good friend to the show, no pun intended. Uh, Just amazing guys. But I got to tell you, Garrett O'Boyle, an FBI agent who was just ruthlessly and relentlessly targeted by the FBI after he blew the whistle about a bunch of malfeasance that was going on, political targeting and all this other stuff. They moved this guy and then they held on to his belongings and they leaked about him to try and just destroy this guy's life. Chilling words. This is how he left the hearing yesterday. I want you to hear it yourself. Check this out. The FBI will crush you. This government will crush you and your family if you try to expose the truth about things that they are doing that are wrong. And we are all examples of that. I can't think of a more sobering way to end a hearing. I yield back. Yeah, I can't either. I can't either. Think about this. This FBI entity that derives its power from you. It derives its power from you. This country runs on consent of the governed. That's not a talking point. That's a fact. This FBI that derives its power from you is turned on you completely and is now targeting you and anyone inside that tries to stop them. Can you imagine anything more dangerous and pernicious to the republic? I ask you again, do you live in a tyranny or do you live in a republic? Because if you live in a tyranny, there is no private self. There is no private self. It's all disappearing in front of your eyes. This agency and this entity needs to be disbanded. It needs to be rebuilt from the ground up with better people who believe in fidelity, bravery, and integrity, not screw the conservatives over. Now, I want you to watch this scene from it yesterday. Watch the totalitarian Dems absolutely lose their mind, try to shut down the meeting. Now, this clip is important, not because of the the, the scrapping going on back and forth between Jim Jordan and a couple of other idiots on the committee on the Dem side. This is important because the Democrats did this deliberately. I got word from good people in the know up there who told me the Democrats going into that knew what the FBI agents were going to say was going to be devastating. Because the Democrats want to continue to use the FBI, follow me, to target their political opponents. They need to now protect the FBI's corruption because the corruption benefits them and scares the Republicans who are being targeted. So they went in with the intention and the sole intention of disrupting the hearing and not letting it get any momentum. Watch what happened yesterday. Remember, the Democrats told us whistleblowers were sacrosanct and sacred. Remember Vindman, Twinkies, the original? Remember Twinkies went up there, oh, you can't say anything about Alexander Vindman talking about impeachment for Trump. This guy is a whistleblower. This is sacrosanct. Dare you say anything about him? The Democrats don't believe in anything. You had real whistleblowers yesterday, 
And this is what happened when they tried to talk. Check this out. I'm not aware that you're able to withhold information from the minority that we would need to use to prepare for. A- when it comes to whistleblowers, you're not. And I would just I would just remind the committee, remind whist- everyone. Look, Mr. when it comes Chairman, to whistleblowers, right. you are not. That's not right. It's it's shocking that the gentleman. That's not right. It's shocking that the gentleman so much about the whistleblower and the impeachment. It's shocking that the gentleman from New York would state that we had when you were part of the investigation with an anonymous whistleblower. We have. Chairman, these Mr. Chairman, I, I can't, I can't hear five people at once. Can we have regular it, order? Mr. Yeah. Mr. Chairman, it, the chair I'm, recognizes it's, I'm inquiring, and I was not. And I've told inquiring. you that when it comes to whistleblowers, you are not entitled to it. That's these at the discretion of Mr. Allen. Mr. Chairman, these he individuals said, have been determined not, not to be whistleblowers. These are not whistleblowers. They've been determined by the agency not to be whistleblowers. Are you deciding that they're whistleblowers? Yes, the law decides. Did you not listen to Mr. Levitt's testimony? Do you not read the law? The his law decides that they are whistleblowers. His attorney the is chair recognizes the gentlelady from the New York. Has not the gentlelady from New York has been recognized. The law has not determined they are whistleblowers. His attorney is just asserting that. Gentlelady from New York. This is, this is absolutely hilarious. This is hilarious to watch. And by hilarious, I mean tragically hilarious. This FBI whistleblower, Marcus Allen, they leaked they, what he was about to say in other whistleblowers, right, was leaked to the New York Times. What was leaked to the New York Times about the FBI whistleblowers, you remember this? We covered this weeks ago. You guys remember this story? Turned out to be so false that the New York Times had to correct their article. So because they didn't want to talk to Democrats anymore after trying that in the first place and Democrats leaking it, they, they said, no, we're not saying anything to them. We're going to hold information here until the hearing. In the hearing, you can ask us whatever we want, but I'm not going to let you leak it. Because they leaked it, the Democrats then attacked the whistleblowers, claiming they're not whistleblowers because they didn't speak to them directly. I'm glad a couple of you in the chat agree with me. Do you feel free anymore? Or do you feel like we are living with a rogue group of tyrants that will do anything to step on your junk, kick you in the face? And steal your freedom array bit by bit, a pound of flesh at a time. The only saving grace to yesterday's hearing is we should thank the Lord for having the dumbest political enemies possible. Wasserman Schultz, Dan Goldman, Linda Sanchez. Who's Linda Sanchez? Probably outside of AOC, the dumbest member of Congress. This woman has stepped on it so many times because she is an actual imbecile. She's not pretending to be an imbecile. She is an IQ level imbecile. If you gave her an IQ test, she would meet imbecile standards. She's a congresswoman from California. Here she is. If you missed this yesterday, if you heard on my radio show, it's worth playing again. This is classic. She's questioning FBI whistleblower Marcus Allen, who she probably thinks is the uh, running back for the 1983 uh, Los Angeles Raiders because she's so confused and stupid. She's like, she asked Marcus Allen, hey, man, is this your Twitter account? Because these are some really disturbing tweets. There was a small problem, though, folks. Yeah, it's not his account. Here, check this out. Mr. Allen, have you ever used Twitter? Yes or no? I have utilized Twitter, yes. Okay, and is your account at Marcus A9705064? That is absolutely not my account. Okay, that's not your account. Well, on December 5th, 2022, an account under the name Marcus Allen retweeted a tweet that said that quote, is not my account ma'am I, you haven't let me finish the question sir the football player you haven't let me finish the question on December, and the time is mine on december 5th 2022 an account under the name of marcus allen 
retweeted a tweet that said, quote, Nancy Pelosi staged January 6th, retweet if you agree, end quote. Do you agree with that statement? Yes or no? That That is, I don't, no ma'am, that's not my account at all. I have I'm no asking idea. whether you agree with that statement. Ooh. <laughs> it's not his account. <laughs> Do you agree with it? What? Marcus Allen. I'm not that Marcus Allen. What the are you talking about? That's not my account. Do you agree with it? I, I, you know what? He should have started. You know what he should have done? This poor guy. He should have started randomly pulling up, Joe, like posts from OutKick about sports. Uh, Ms. Sanchez, do you agree that Aaron <laughs> Rodgers going to the Jets was a good idea? Man, do you agree? Yes or no? Yes or no? Well, that has nothing to do with hearing. Either does this Marcus Allen, because I have no freaking idea who that is. <laughs> what a dipshit. Now, I had Kyle Serafin, former FBI agent whistleblower himself, on my radio show yesterday. He brought up, I got a hat tip him, always hat tip. He brought up a great point. If you've ever testified in front of Congress, which I've done multiple times, here's what, here's what went wrong yesterday. I'll give you a little inside baseball. They get about, I don't know what it is, five minutes or so, these Congress people. And when it's a nationally televised hearing, they are not giving up a second of that national TV time because they want this social media hit to raise money. You tracking? That's why you never yeah. see them go, rarely will they say, I yield the rest of my time. Right. Well, they'll do it sometimes if they're not. You've seen it, Joe. You almost never say, I yield the rest of my time. They will take it to the end no matter what because they want to be on national TV. What happened here is this congresswoman is such an idiot and her staff is so stupid that they just thought this was the guy as if Marcus Allen isn't a common name. Marcus, common name. Allen, pretty common name. I don't know if they just made it up or whatever. So when they figured out that, oh my gosh, this isn't Marcus Allen, you understand they're only like a minute in? So they're thinking in their heads, well, I'm not going to yield my time. They didn't have anything else. So she just kept going. Well, do you agree with it or not? Why would, what does it matter? It's some rando on Twitter. Who cares? I, I, don't, I don't know. Good point. Guy brought up a good point. How does, how, Joe, this woman has staff members paid like chiefs of staff and others, probably 80 to 100 grand and a team beneath them of interns and everything. How didn't you just not look this up or ask him in advance? <laughs> There's a golden rule, folks. Never, ever ask a question. Ever in a public hearing or a courtroom, you don't know the answer to. Here's example number one. And major touche coming up. I got to get to my sponsor. Major touche from the House Judiciary Committee GOP Twitter account who just wrecked Linda Sanchez. This was genius. I got that coming up next. And Billboard Chris strikes again. You know who Billboard Chris is? If you don't, you need to. This guy is really <laughs> causing some good trouble out there. Patriot Mobile, hey, I don't know about you. It takes a lot to shock me these days. But the CR judicial system resemble a third world collapsed nonsense banana republic to see companies end jumping in and insane in the same woke, the woke destructive ideologies. It's all, it's destructive folks. And it's depressing. We got to fight back, but now we can. And you know how we fight back? Changing the way we spend our money. For years, big mobile companies have been dumping millions into leftist causes. We had to take it. Why? Well, there's no other option. Well, now there is. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, a gee favorite. 
offers dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you get the best possible service in your area without the woke garbage pushed by leftists working to destroy this place. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you support a company that believes in free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, military veterans, and our first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan or give them a call at 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Dan. That's patriotmobile.com slash Dan or call 878-PATRIOT. Thanks, Patriot Mobile. Great company. Highly recommend. All right. Here was a, a beautiful touche, baby. Touche. Touche. House Judiciary Committee Twitter account. Wow. Didn't realize Rep. Linda Sanchez was so MAGA. She's MAGA. I thought she was a liberal Democrat from California. Nope. Joe, they found it. They hey. found a Twitter account at Linda Sanchez 31399, who claims to be Linda Sanchez. It's an egg face account with no avatar and probably one follower. Must be Linda Sanchez, I guess, because that's the rules, right? If it's the same name, doesn't matter if it's the same person. And the tweet was, Donald Trump's the greatest president of my lifetime. Good job, House Judiciary Committee. There's nothing more that I like than smart asses online. <laughs> you follow me on Twitter and True Social. I think you know that. Oh, by the way, last night I, I sent something out. What was I? What did it say? Something like "Get ready" or something, or it's about to. It's about to go down. I was talking about the Megyn Kelly interview. Gosh, all of these people like lost their mind. What is he doing? TikTok? These guys keep TikToking every day. I was talking about the Megyn Kelly interview. Holy Moses, some of the conservatives out there, you got to lighten up a little bit. I saw a whole bunch of people like lose their mind. I'm tired of being let down, bro. People keep talking about TikToking and all of a sudden, what are you talking about? I was talking about the Megyn Kelly interview. <laughs> got to make some slack, man. Can't tweet anything these days. Man, I love you guys. It hurts my feelings. I'm just one of you, man. Hmm. <laughs> It's true. Joe, you know I'm a sensitive guy. Yeah. I get all upset. All I did was put out a thing. It's about, I was talking about the Megyn Kelly interview. I just wrapped it up a little bit earlier. It's so funny. People get so sensitive. You TikToking on Stan, telling us, just tell us what it is. <laughs> I'm not making that mistake again, I promise. All right. Folks, there are some good people left out there. And it's our duty to support them. It's our ethical duty, our legal duty, and our moral duty. You ever hear of this guy, Billboard Chris? Well, there's some good people left in law enforcement. A lot of them. I know a lot of them. A lot of people reach out. They're trying to and they're going to do the right thing. A lot of them. Unfortunately, we got some bad apples as we saw the FBI hearing where they, the good guys exposed the bad guys. There's all too many bad apples and we need a house cleaning. But Billboard Chris, he walks around with a billboard on protesting the castration and mutilating of children's bodies by the LGBTQIA, BIOPC, 2 plus 1 spirit people out there. And Billboard Chris, he doesn't say much. A Billboard Chris is always the subject of violence, screaming, because the left, uh, what do they, how does the left feel about violence? They worship violence. Bear hug them. They kiss it. They surgically attach their lips to the ass of violence. Violence, we love you, man. Come here. Come here. Ooh. They're like making out with violence. They love violence, right? That's the left's thing. So Billboard Chris don't do anything. Billboard Chris just sits there with a billboard like, hey, maybe we shouldn't cut kids nuts off and stuff like that. He doesn't even say it like that. And everybody has to try to beat the crap out of this guy because that's who the left is. So this happened. This is the greatest. This is probably video of the week. OK. This police officer, we need more like this. 
Kudos to this dude. He did an amazing job. Billboard Chris walks up to him after someone verbally and aggressively accosts him. And, you know, this is in Oxford, by the way, in the UK. And I want you to watch what happens where the guy just like, praise the Lord for guys like this. Check this out. Is it all right if I film? I just like Absolutely. to... Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you're more than welcome to. I'm not to harass you, you or anything. I just... Another problem in the public yeah, that yeah. doesn't need to provide their details to you. Sure, sure. Um, essentially, we've been called today by CCTV as you are potentially a victim in what we would describe as public order offence. Yeah. You're entitled to display any sign which you want as yeah. long as it doesn't cause harassment, alarm or distress to people. Right. From what I've been told, you've not been doing that. You've merely been engaged in conversation yeah. um, to which some people without the intellectual ability that you might have have resorted to violence in order to get their message across because words are clearly not good enough for them. Right. Um, in terms of the people, where are they now? So the woman who vandalized my sign went in that building. Okay. And Do you know so did the man like? who pushed me into the car. Now, people aren't allowed to, like, stop me from walking, right? No, no they're not. And they're not allowed to get six inches from my face harassing mm. me. No. I feel threatened yeah, when they course. do that. So I'm allowed to defend my personal space. Yeah, yeah? yeah. Yeah. So a man who's in that building pushed me into that blue car on the corner, if it's still there. Do you know what they're wearing and what they look like? Yeah, I've got them on video. Okay, can I see the video? Yeah. Oh, man. God bless you, brother. We need more like this guy. You hear that? Uh, I understand words aren't uh, violence. And you know, let me show you the people who, let me find the people who uh, attacked you. We need more like that. Folks, it's a Friday. I wanted to leave you with some good stuff for the weekend. You know, the, the politics can be depressing. I get that. But we got to highlight the good guys, too. I'm sure that guy probably is going to get, you know, sanctioned by his police department for not doing the politically uh, correct thing, which is, of course, to attack any conservative for no reason at all. Put him on the ground, Joe, put a knee in their neck and throw him in jail for wearing a billboard. Um, I'm, I'm sure he's going to get in trouble for not doing that and actually doing the right thing. But miss, uh, listen, man, uh, we got your back. And I'm, for what it's worth, I know we have a lot of watchers and listeners in the U.K., for what it's worth, I'm, I'm proud of you. I don't know if that means anything, but it's good to know there are good guys out there, and I promise there are more of those. What an awesome guy. Speaking of policing, I'm going to get to something in a second that happened in Philadelphia, and I'm going to ask you the question yet. Is it bad enough yet? Is it bad enough yet? Something happened in Philadelphia, which makes me believe, again, on Good News Friday, today's going to be a good news, that I think, you know my bad enough theory, I think we're getting, we may not be there yet, but I think we're getting to the point where at least in liberal cities, it may be getting bad enough where people go, holy Moses, it's really bad around here. I'll explain that coming up in a second. As you can tell this morning, I probably had about 75 cups of blackout. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Just three. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. I read my own spots for blackout coffee. You know why? Because I love it. And it's damn good. It's the best coffee I've had. I'm a coffee nut. I usually, I, as you know, if you were listening to the show for a long time, Joe, we didn't really do a lot of coffees because, you know, I was like, ah, coffee, whatever. Yeah. It all tastes the same. Then Blackout sent me a sample and I'm like, damn, this stuff is good. It tastes like coffee, like real coffee, like a bold, flavorful, strong coffee taste. And you know what's great about Blackout coffee? They don't like crazy stuff either. They love conservatism. They love the country. They love the Second Amendment. So much so, you buy a bag of it, you may get a bag that says 2A on it. And it doesn't mean subsection 2A of the federal code. It means Second Amendment. 
So do me a favor. Try the coffee just once. I know you buy a coffee, you don't taste. No, no, no. It doesn't taste the same. It doesn't taste the same. Try this stuff. Send me your reviews. You will not be disappointed. Check it out today. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino for 20% off. They are 100% committed to conservative values. Ditch the other guys. Blackout Coffee will always remain true to our values. So much so. That part they write in there so you know it. It's blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Stuff is damn good. Love my coffee. It better taste like coffee. I want coffee It tastes like coffee, like real coffee, bold flavor. Check it out, blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Okay. Are things getting bad enough? You know my bad enough theory. We don't need to relitigate the whole thing here. Having grown up in New York City, everybody kept asking the question. I went through 20 years of urban decay. Folks, the city was so bad, New York City, when I went there. I am not messing with you, man. You'd wake up every morning and you would pray. You would pray that your car was still out there. Cars were being stolen every day. Kids were being beaten up at bus stops. It was only a matter of time before some strange, weird dude in a trench coat flashed himself on the train. I don't, I'm, you're probably laugh. I'm dead serious. This happened to my mom at least three or four times. She would always come home freaked out. And, you know, she was married to this guy who was like a real tough guy. Oh, your mom, my dad, they divorced her. And the guy would always want to like kill someone afterwards. This happened all the time. It happened to Paula. It was gross. The subway, if you only got flashed and didn't get killed, raped, or mugged, you were like, wow, it was a good day. I only had three guys show me their wieners today on the subway. That's how bad it was. That's how bad it was. And eventually it got bad enough. Got bad enough where everyone, even the Democrats, said, screw this. We're going to try something different. They voted for Giuliani. And he got reelected by 18 points. You have to understand, folks, 18 points in New York City. You understand Democrats outnumbered Republicans there eight to one? And Giuliani won by 18 points. I mean, did you get what the earthquake that was? Unfortunately, that's the upside. The downside, things aren't bad enough yet. Biden still has a chance of winning re-election. Anyone telling you otherwise is just lying to you, and I'm not going to lie to you. But I'm starting to sense, at least in liberal cities, that it is getting bad enough. Greg Price, who's an awesome follow on Twitter, at Greg underscore Price 11. Follow this guy, his videos, his guy, it's just a great follow. I can't recommend it enough. He says he's looking at the data from the mayoral Democrat primary in Philadelphia, a city struggling right now under the weight of crime. Nearly 60% of black voters, as well as the vast majority of the working class voters in the city, voted for Sherelle Parker, the only candidate who supported stop and frisk that progressives constantly tell us is racist. The only place where her opponent, Helen Jim, who was endorsed by Bernie Sanders, by the way, at AOC won, were University City and Fishtown, which consists of a majority of white progressives. I am not want to get ahead of myself. Again, for all the people who think I'm one of these like, eh, it's coming tomorrow. I, I, I hope you understand, like, you're listening to the wrong show because that ain't me. I never get ahead of my skis. It drives people crazy sometimes. I'm just telling you that I don't ignore signs either. This is a big sign that AOC and the clown Bernie Sanders went in and endorsed this lunatic and black voters were like, no, thanks. We'll take the candidate who actually supports stop and frisk, which whether you support it or not is clearly not a, a progressive agenda item. Clearly not. Are things getting bad enough yet? I don't know. Folks, um, 
This video I'm about to show you next, I think so aptly sums up the state of politics today for reasons you might not uh, suspect. But I wanted to show it to you. It's an annoying video, so I'm going to warn you in advance. You're going to be annoyed. This is the clown prince of Capitol Hill, Jamal Bowman. Again, the probably uh, one of the dumbest guys up there. I mean, AOC, Sanchez, you know, Pocahontas, you know, pretends to be smart. Bowman's up there. He's probably a top fiver. The thing about Bowman is Bowman's a largely feckless goofball who by an accident wound up winning his race while they cut up New York. Okay. The guy's really not that bright. Okay. He's not a smart guy. They got desperate. Some things happened. This guy's kind of an idiot. So he's up on Capitol Hill. And the problem with Capitol Hill, I talk about this with Megyn Kelly today on the podcast. The problem we're having with Capitol Hill now is, here's a dirty little secret. You want to hear it? The dirty little secret of Capitol Hill is at least on the congressional side, the House of Representatives side. These guys have almost no power. Chairmen have power. Regular, everyday congressmen, there's nothing they can do. Their votes are almost meaningless. They can't do anything. And most of their power has been handed off to the bureaucracy, the administrative state, the SEC, the FCC, all of the, the uh, FEC, all of these bureaucratic entities have largely taken over for Congress. You understand? My point is they can't do anything. So what do they do? They've decided a couple of these goofballs, Corey Bush, Jamal Bowman, AOC, you know, these other ones, that because they can't do anything, they want to be social media stars. They want to be basically influencers. That's what they want to do. They want to be the next TikTok star. Don't laugh. I've heard this from a number of people. They don't have anything else to do. So Marjorie Taylor Greene's out talking to the press yesterday. Here's Jamal Bowman, who's like, I'm going to be the heckler for this, which is like, really, bro? Here, check this out. It's small Save the party. The party's hanging by a thread. We got to get rid of Biden. Save the country. The party's hanging by a thread. You got to save the party. Listen, no more QAnon. No more madness. No more debt ceiling nonsense. Come on now. Save the party. Save America. Save the children. Do something about guns. Right. The close Come on, the border. Invest in the border. Save the, the children. The border is the border. What about is what the children? Left hey, where are all the kids? About? Where are all the migrant what children? Kids? You guys have we're lost them. them. We love no, them. No, you've lost them. We love the There's migrant children. Of what do you mean lost missing? them? You can't find them. What, what are you That's talking your about? What are you talking about? Yeah, migrant children missing. You don't know the no, news. No, no, we don't know the news. Oh, you sadly missed it before. Hey, let me tell you something, Jamal. Not very smart. You should pay attention. She ain't worth it, bro. Save the party. She ain't worth it, bro. She ain't worth it. One, why is this guy always yelling like a moron? Jeez. The planet's what Trump had us. You've been in charge two years. Are you that stupid? Are you stupid all the time or is it just an end of the week thing? Did you catch at the end what happened there, by the way? Come on in the chat. Tell me. Did you catch what happened at the end? Who jumps in there at the end? The other one who wants to be an influencer, AOC. She's like, man, I got to get me a piece of this too. Hey, it's not worth it, bro. It's not worth it, bro. She comes in because she's got to get in there too. This is what you're telling me. That in a country of 30 million something people, 330 million people, excuse me. I don't want to be Brian Williams. Oh, you Amerigay, you do the math. They spent fifty million per vote in a country. <laughs> you remember that of three hundred thirty million people. That two hundred of the dumbest people on planet Earth all magically got elected to Congress. It's stunning. About half of the people up there are complete idiots and total dipshits. 
It is a, it's incredible the IQ level up there. This idiot is voting on critical issues in your life when they get in front of them. It's uh, it's just stunning. We got a former bartender, and I'm not insulting bartenders. We own the bar. This one is it's a dumb bartender, it's, which is amazing because when you're a bartender, you're generally smart because you're gleaning off the people you're talking to all the time, information no one else gets because people, <laughs> you know what I mean? Not AOC. Here, you think this is a coinky dink, by the way? Jamal Bowman, I told you, all the guy wants to be is a social media influencer. He doesn't want to be a congressman. Oh, look at this. The New York Times. This is, I'm guys, another coincidence. Just from a little while ago, back in March. Meet the lonely New York progressive defending TikTok. Oh, look, it's Jamal Bowman. Oh, oh, so what a, that's so strange. So stra How did that happen? How did that happen? Jamal Bowman. That's so weird. Defending TikTok. The only guy. Oh, maybe because he wants to be an influencer. That's all he wants. He wants to be a congressman. All right, I got a couple more things coming up, including the, an infamous video. You can, our kids, they're our kids. They're not your kids. They're their kids now. Do you know that? And then the parents' rights. They change their mind, liberals, about kids every time they want to make a different argument. I'm going to show you that coming up in a minute. Let me, let me get to my last sponsor. Just an announcement about, I did the Megyn Kelly show. It'll be aired today. We taped it yesterday, right? I got a very special announcement on Monday. I will be doing the, wait, I got to go to chat. I want to see if you guys think this is good or not. Cool. Well, you'll like it. Okay, I got to scroll down, make sure we're updated here. You guys ready? So on Monday, I'll be doing Tim Pool for the first time. Be taking a little uh, excursion up there, back, in and back pretty fast. Got an airport down the block from my house. So it works out pretty nice for me. Be doing my man Tim Pool. So that should be an interesting conversation. We'll be tearing that up. And I'm, I don't do a lot of interviews. I'm trying not to for sanity reasons. But I got one more I'm planning too. Some of you might know what it is. So, but that's going to be my trifecta. Timcast.com at 8 p.m. on Monday, live. Tim always asks good questions. So, what you all think? All right. Hey, good, good, good feedback there. Yes, I do read the chat here. Proof of life, live time. You can't fake that, right? It's like when you hold a newspaper up at a hostage video, right? That's it. I told you I read this stuff. Thank you. I'm glad you get I hope you're going to dig it, man, because it's going to be awesome. All right. Last sponsor. Cool videos coming up. Left eating the left. And questions for, man, I get too much to get to. Uh, see, I talk too much, but that's my job. My pillow. They're having a massive closeout sale happening on their all-season slippers. Listeners constantly make the MySlippers the number one selling MyPillow product. I have a feeling you're going to want to stock up when you hear this offer. When you use my promo code, Dan, you get the all-season slippers that are crazy comfortable for $25, regularly $149.98. It's over $120 in savings, limited to 10 pairs at checkout. They will sell out. My slippers have an exclusive four-layer design you won't find in any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers ultra-comfortable and extremely durable. They help relieve stress in your feet, and you can wear them anytime, anywhere. They also come in a ton of additional sizes and all new colors. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square to grab a pair of these all-season slippers for $25, regularly priced $149.98. Limited to 10 pairs at checkout, enter promo code DAN or call 800-637-4982 for this incredible offer. They won't last long. Please order now. They're like pillows on your dogs, on your feet. Love those babies. Okay. I just want you to, uh, yeah, I want you to watch this for me, okay? Megan Kelly and I get into, I keep referring to the injury because it just happened, but. 
You can tell I had a good time doing it. We get into this kind of thing at the end where I, I'm, I'm telling her how you can't debate liberals because liberals will debate themselves. Liberals, you just let them debate themselves and they'll always fail. They will take two completely contra, uh, contrary posi positions on the exact same issue. So when it comes to what they believe to be transgendered kids, the liberals approach is that it's not the parent's kid. I'm, I'm going to play the tape. So and if any of you are confused, think I'm making this up. And Joe, as the audience ombudsman, if this is any way confusing, stop me. Certainly. The liberal position, I'll play the video right now. Kamala Harris, uh, Karine Jean-Pierre, Joe Biden, is you don't get to make decisions, other people, because they're not your kids. They're our kids. You doubt me? You should. Now you won't after this video. Here are liberals telling you that's a position. They're our kids. They're not the parents' kids. Check this out. There's no such thing as someone else's child. No such thing as someone else's child. Our nation's children are all our children. These are kids. These are our kids. They belong to all of us. When we talk about the children of the community, they are a children of the community. Okay. Uh, so that's uh, their principle, right? They're arguing. I know. Joe's, see, Joe's already seen the other yeah. cuts. He's like, I'm confused because I cut something else. Pissed. They're our kids. They're not your kids. Now I want you to listen to this activist and parent on uh, MSDNC here. She makes the exact opposite case that, listen, my five-year-old man was, you know, thought uh, my five-year-old son thought he was a girl at five. And that's my decision. Nobody else. Did. So what is it? What's the argument here? They, they can never stick to a principle. Why? Because they don't have any. Here, listen to this. Are there any limits to parental rights? And, and I'm just wondering, because you do, you know, there, there are inconsistencies, right? In, in what right. people define as parental rights. Well, I mean, I think it's fair to say that parents should have the ability to access best practice medical care for their children, um, especially when we have one physician in our legislature who's decided that he understands this uh, science that he's referring to um, better than this huge body of scientific evidence that shows that this is the best practice medical care when uh, we have access to Physicians who specialize in this. We have our daughter transitioned socially when she was five years old. <laughs> what? I don't get it. I, again, I don't have to debate liberals. I just want liberals to debate themselves. Well, are they our kids or are they your? I don't understand. I don't understand what argument you're making. It's a completely contradictory argument. The child at five, what does a kid know at five? My daughter thought eating glue was cool at five years. Are we going to let that? Oh, she said eating glue. It's, maybe it's got some B, B vitamins or vitamin K. No, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. We don't let kids make life-changing decisions at five years old. Mommy, I'd like to crap on a diaper for the rest of my life. Okay, kids, we're going to make sure we give you a supply of diapers. Or we don't do that. We don't do that. They argue and debate with themselves all the time. I got to get to questions, but... We can have time for this. You know what? Let's do the questions. And if we have some time left, I'll go to the other stuff because you had some good questions. Let's go to questions for Dan. All right. Hey, Dan, at dhartman729, if Trump gets the GOP nomination for president, you think he should pick DeSantis as VP? I'll say it again. I talk about this on Megan's show later, but for you guys, because you come first, uh, I think he would consider it. I do not think DeSantis would accept. I don't. I, I think DeSantis feels like 
something could go wrong. It could sabotage his career. I think the same, if he's a member of the Trump administration, I'm not, I'm just telling you what I think they're thinking. He's seeing right now, DeSantis, what happened with Kamala Harris. And he's like, do you really want to be, there's nothing you can do as vice president. Outside of being the president of the Senate, there's almost nothing you can do. He thinks if things go south, it'll sabotage his career. I, I don't, I could be wrong. So Joe, flag it. We haven't flagged it in a long time. So please. Flag it. I'm, I'm making a, predictions are dumb because who cares? Prediction. I don't know. I don't, I'm not, I'm not the Stygian witches. I just see it as highly unlikely. We'll see. And then uh, if it happens, Guy, remind me so we can, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He sees Pence and him not getting along. I don't see it as being likely, but could be wrong. Hey, Dan, LEB3, how can Congress protect the whistleblowers from the retaliation that's already taking place? Well, they're trying to give them whistleblower status and protection, but the Democrats are getting in the way. Folks, the best way, I've said this to Kyle himself, Surf and FBI whistleblower. The best way to protect these whistleblowers is to keep them in the public eye. I told you many times, there is going to be no legal penalty for any of the bad guys in this case. I promise you, they are a protected class. They are Democrats. The Democrats get away with everything. The one thing the Democrats that hurts the Democrats is not legal penalties. They don't care. They're not afraid of those. What hurts them, ladies and gentlemen, is political penalties. They don't want to be humiliated in public. That's why they tried to shut down the hearing yesterday. We've got to keep these whistleblowers on social media and out there in the public eye, period. Hey, Dan, at D. Hill, if Trump wins and cleans house in the FBI and the DOJ and offers you a head of a newly formed America 5 like, is that like Hawaii 5-0? I don't, would you take the position? Welcome, Dano. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Tim Sid, breaking news, Tim's, uh, Tim Scott files to run for president. Worst kept secret in D.C. That just happened now. Uh, would I take it? Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, the president offers you a position. I'd take it. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I mean, you don't turn that down. So you can't say I want to help and then not help. At Telfair, does Telfair gets a lot of questions in too? What's his secret? Does he have a secret key? Does he have a code for you? He asks good questions. Good job, Telfair. Hey, Dan, what would be your advice to Trump about the number one issue to run on in 2024 and one to possibly avoid? Listen, the number one issue to run on, I've told him this a thousand times. I'll tell you this right now. Is the economy. James Carville, who is a Democrat, but he's not dumb. He says crazy stuff sometimes, but he's not always crazy. Carville said it to Bill Clinton. Dick Morris told Bill Clinton and Bill Clinton won. What did he say? Anybody remember in the chat? Uh, anyone? It's the economy, stupid. You got to run on the economy. What should he not run on? I told you that two weeks ago. Running on this, I'm going to protect Social Security and Medicare is a really, it's the idea in principle may be politically palatable, but it's not economically palatable. They're going broke. If you don't fix it, they're just going to collapse. It's like saying, hey, hey, I'm going to pretend we're going to, we're not going to do anything to this building. We're just going to leave it alone. And it collapses the next day. Doing nothing was causing the collapse. He's got to, he should not run on that. That's a really bad idea. Hey, Dan, humble servant. I'm struggling to lose weight at 58. What are some meal preps you'd recommend? What supplements help? Hey, here's you. One, listen, I got to, I'm not your doctor, so I don't know your personal situation. I got to say that. I'm giving you general advice I use myself. Because if I say, hey, eat this, and then you have some blood pressure issue and die, you can blame. So I'm just telling you what I do. You got to check with your doc and other people like that. 
And I don't say that as like some protective uh, whatever thing. I'm just telling you because it's true. I'm 48. Despite cancer, 12 orthopedic surgeries, what Guy can attest to a generally struggling uh, ability to get mobile anymore, I still feel pretty decent. And the secret? Salads, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's salads. Breakfast? You know, oatmeal, some whole milk, protein shake, bananas, right? You know, rest up, just healthy, wholesome stuff. Do your thing at breakfast, you know? Lunch and dinner. Here's the secret. Go to the store. Get yourself a big thing of like salad spinach right there. Get yourself some chopped up peppers. You don't even got to chop them yourself. Get yourself some cherry tomatoes and some little baby carrots. Get a big bowl, throw them in. Here's the cool thing. You can even go and buy grilled chicken already made. They have like that Purdue grilled chicken that's already cooked. You just take it out, throw it in there, get some balsamic vinaigrette. Now, listen, some of you say, I don't want to eat that twice a day for lunch and dinner. Okay, well, you know what my advice? I don't eat for taste. I don't care. I don't care. You know what I mean? You don't, eat, you don't enjoy it. I love food. I just don't care. I want to look good and I want to feel good. If you're eating because you want like the satisfaction of a fancy meal and a filet mignon, good, do your thing. You're not serious about your diet then. I'm sorry. You want to look good and feel good? And you don't got to be a Spartan about it. Here's the thing. You don't got to be a Spartan. On the weekend, you want to go have a Five Guys burger, piece of pizza, knock yourself out. You do that during the week, you know, breakfast, have a good, clean breakfast, and then salads for lunch. And they're big ones, too. I mean, you want to be, you want to be stuffed by the time you're done. Do that. What supplements help? Big believer in collagen. Huge believer in field of greens. And I don't say that because they're a sponsor, but Brickhouse. A huge believer in that. And I like these, um, these uh, NN NMM products as well. So uh, all good stuff and vitamin C. All right, folks, it's been a busy week. Sorry I didn't get to the rest of the stuff. I'll have to get to it next time. Thanks so much for tuning in. I so deeply appreciate it. Check out my Megyn Kelly interview uh, later today. And please, if you wouldn't mind, follow us here. I know some of you are listening for the first time. There's that follow button at the top of Rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino. Please click that and follow us on Apple and Spotify. If you would, it is free, but it helps us enormously. Triton put out the podcast survey. I don't know if you saw it. We, I put it on my Twitter account. We were number seven in the country. That's amazing. There's got to be a million podcasts. We were number seven. Thanks to you. That goes on follows and subscriptions. So if you hit that subscribe button, we'd really appreciate it. I'll see you back here on Monday. Good day, sir. You just heard Dan Bongino.